Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Wow. It feels so weird and good to be back live on my podcast tonight. It has been a few months. I have missed y'all so much. I am so excited to come back with an interview for y'all. And let's get her on the air here in just a moment. Her name is Helen Brady. She is from Square Lemon in Ottawa. That's right. I have friends in Canada now. So what led me to her? Thank goodness for Eventbrite and Zoom. Let's just say that much and we'll get into it. Hold on. Let me get her on the air. Hello, Helen. Are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you greatly. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being <laughs> on. It's so good to hear your voice. And again, this is Helen Brady from Square Lemon in Ottawa. Uh, just give you all a back overview real quick here. Uh, I like to kind of sum it up. They call it Ottawa's New Artistic Association for Crafters, Artists, and Makers. Uh, again, I mentioned a couple of words earlier, keywords that led me to her was Zoom and Eventbrite. That's right. So while I have been sick with viral pneumonia since May, I have been making the most of my downtime, especially with creations and my favorite crochet personally, which led me to their craft chat through Eventbrite. And I met these lovely people and learned all about this place. And now I wish it was like right next door to me. So I asked her to be on my <laughs> podcast and to share with all of you more about this wonderful place. So let's get started. First of all, do you have like um, like a certain job title or are you just all in one, wear every hat there? Or <laughs> well, I'm, it's, it's kind of complicated, I suppose. Um, at the moment, it's, we all wear every hat. Um, a couple of us have very good specialities and, you know, we really, really try to, to make people round peg square holes, that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But everybody's kind of gravitated towards things that they are really, really good at, which, which was wonderful. No, well said. I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, Everyone um, has special skill. Go ahead. <laughs> I do. Well, I'm, I'm obviously British. Um, I'm, I'm kind of newish to Canada and um, I'm bossy. It kind of goes along with being British. So it doesn't <laughs> mean that I, I I'm, if you like, I am, I am possibly the the big coordinator out out of the five of us. Um, and then I can give you a brief intro to the other four if you like. Oh, definitely. I'd love to hear more about them too. Okay, so um, there are three directors for because we're a, a not-for-profit organisation. Um, so the three directors are myself, and obviously I'm just the bossy person. Um, then we have Meg. Uh, and Meg is incredibly artistic and creative, and she is somebody who grounds us all the time. Like she stops me deciding that we're going to do welding workshops and things that are just really not possible. Um, she's also amazingly good at organising and has the most amazing work, work ethic you've ever come across. Then we have Mel, who is the third director. She generally deals with all of our vendors. So when we have if ever COVID-19 ever goes away, when we actually have uh, in-person markets, she deals, she deals with absolutely all of the applications. She does all the communication. 
she uh, pulls as much information from our vendors as well so that we can really put them in the best light um, to attract more people then to market. And then we have two amazing volunteers. So uh, Steph is just, she is our social media guru. Meg and I constantly look at her and just go, I don't know how you're doing this. She <laughs> managed to pull our Instagram um, followers up from the, the kind of mid hundreds uh, to well over 3,000 now, which wow. has been astonishing. It's it's such a good such good vibe. She put something new and interesting up every single day, and she is astonishingly good at that. And then we have Sasha, who's our, our, our fifth lemon, um, and she is just a general knows everything kind of person she's an amazing um sewer she is one of your favorites she is an absolutely incredible uh crochet artist as well um she is somebody who just comes in with ideas and helps us so much um and also just like again along with meg grounds us a lot um and is kind of a a, a bit of a um a force of nature when it comes to, you know, what should we be putting on next? She comes up with good ideas and what have you. And so between the five of us, we kind of cover most things. That's wonderful. And I have met a couple of them. Of course, I've met you and I've met Meg and Sasha, excuse me, Sasha each on the weekly uh, craft chat, video yes. chat as well. They're, they're, they are definitely talented. And I've met, uh, I've had the honor of meeting a couple of your vendors as well. Uh, Mike, the photographer, and I believe her name is Jenny, that does the uh, felt flowers. Beautiful oh, work. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She is she is so obsessed with, with felt, and she's just a generally lovely human being. And then Mike, Mike, his photography is, is inspiring. I have to say, I look at his stuff, and I'm just always... I want to fix the camera. I just know that I'm not going to have the results that he has. <laughs> I hear you. So, uh, well, a couple of things on that note. I just wanted to say, to share with each of you listening that, you know, I crochet and initially was just looking for like a crochet knit group online and came across this, their group, Craft Chat. And I'm so glad I did because I love hanging out with these people and seeing different types of artists, different types of creations and getting inspired weekly. Just amazing. So I definitely encourage Thank everyone to, to check it out. You're welcome. And secondly, would you would you like to share just kind of uh, let's get started with just how Square Lemon began? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is actually, it's funny. Whenever we have markets or workshops, this is always one of the questions that comes up. There are always two questions that come up. The first one is always, how did this get started? And the second one, which I expect you'll ask is, where did the name come from? Um, (laughs) So the the first part is, um, actually, uh, Mel, Meg, and Steph and I actually all first met at, um, a really not very successful craft show. I'd been in Ottawa for a couple of years at that point, and I'm what I term to be an omni-crafter. Um, there's very few crafts that I've tried that I don't like. Crochet is, is top of the list, the ones that I really don't like, because it's like magic. <laughs> and I, I honestly think that you have all made deals deals with angels or something to be able to do it, because I just can't. Um, and spinning is the other one. And um, my husband oh. had said, you need to find somewhere to get rid of all of this stuff. There is way too much stuff in the house. So I started doing a few craft markets 
And the scene in Ottawa at the time was kind of very niche. Um, there were markets around holidays, and that was kind of it. And so, for example, at Easter, you might have 50 markets that were on, and then there would be nothing again until, you know, Canada Day or, or what have you. Um, so we were at this market. It was around Christmas time, and there were, I think, six customers for the entire day. And we'd arrived at eight in the morning. We were there, I think, till four in the afternoon. Nobody made any sales. It was it was really dreadful. And as mm. I mentioned, I'm bossy and British. Mm-hmm. And at about lunchtime, what? I'd gotten bored <laughs> <laughs> and decided to wander around and chat to people. Um, and my big thing was that I come from a market town in the UK, um, where there is a market four days a four days a week and then quite regularly on top of that on like maybe a um, a Sunday and a Wednesday you would also have more specialist markets farmers markets craft markets that kind of thing and I kind of I was being very pushy and saying that wouldn't it be better if instead of this just like these these very cyclical markets which only happen around the public holiday wouldn't it be good if we could just offer a market on a regular basis so that if we had one every two weeks. If you were there and you're thinking, I really want to go and find some amazing piece of acrylic artwork, or I'd like to go and find something crocheted, or I'd like some beautiful screen printed um, cards, wouldn't it be nice to go, yeah, oh, hang on a second. Next Saturday, there's going to be one at wherever. Um, so basically, the, the four of us then got together there, there were a couple of other people who got who were involved but who unfortunately weren't able to continue with us and we chatted about it we chatted about it and thought it was a good idea and then again bossy brit um decided i decided that it was all very well talking about it but we should probably do it so uh i got very pushy and we decided that not just markets we would also offer workshops um so we incorporated and we managed to find uh, some shared space. And we, we ran off the very first um, workshop, I believe it was the beginning of April uh, in 2019. Great response, really had fun with it. Then we were able to offer our first market uh, in May of 2019. Also great response, everybody enjoyed it. Um, and so it kind of grew from there, and we went from basically this idea that, yeah, it would be kind of nice, to by August 2019, we had our own premises um, uh, at a place called Boyd Avenue, uh, which was uh, formerly a kitchen workshop and showroom, and we managed, we all went in and, and basically rolled our sleeves up, tore down some walls, painted the place, and uh, we were holding markets every two weeks on a Saturday up until COVID. Wow. That is brilliant. Yeah. And I have to use that term. term brilliant. Yes. Because that's yeah, the first thing you. that caught my attention when I learned about your place was that was the first thing I thought was like here, you know, here in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, it's like we have craft fairs, like holidays and stuff, but why do we not just have one consistent fit, you know, craft fair? Why do we not have just one place and spot where we can just, go every week or every two weeks and come together I just love it just so brilliant so impressed thank you I love that story how you came together and I hear that uh y'all call each other like uh like you're each a lemon slice 
that comes together. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. Um, mm. And a lot of the, a lot of the vendors now we're looking on as being lemon seeds. They're at, like the community for us. It's always been for me in particular, but for all the lemons, it's always been about community. We're not. We're never going to get rich off this idea. Um, and a huge part for us is to provide a venue for new artists to come along and be able. It's 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 very disconcerting. I think sometimes um, people apply to be at some of the bigger shows, and you could be talking anything between you know a couple of hundred bucks to a thousand bucks for a table. So we keep our prices incredibly low, so that a couple of sales will hopefully make the table money back. Um, we try to be, you know, we try to encourage new um, vendors to come along as well as people that, that we've known a while. Um, and then on top of that, um, it, you know, we we don't jury. We don't sit there and go, oh, we've got a soap person. We can't have a second soap person. If people come along and we've got room, then they can have a table. You know, we've never, we've never oh, loved that. thought. Yeah, it's never been the aim to go, oh, no, you can't come along. Because right. you know, we've already got that soap person or this crocheter. Um, everybody, it doesn't matter what you crochet, Shell would be totally different from what Sasha would crochet. Exactly. So, and the idea then, exactly, yeah. And then the lovely part about that, that is, mm-hmm. well, the really lovely part about that is then is that you're meeting people who aren't just artistic in the same way as you are, but they're also they've got new ideas and you can they feed off each other and you know it's lovely to see some of the vendors get together and collaborate um i know that one uh, two of our vendors midnight baker and artaholic um they got together the midnight baker obviously bakes and artaholic um produces absolutely gorgeous um drawings and and paintings and they got together um for something of a father's day and that's really thrilling for us to have like, nice. helped that collaboration happen. And how did they collaborate? Just out of curiosity, like for example, what was their collaboration? I believe I'm not 100 percent sure, but I believe um, that the Midnight Baker produced food, and that um, Artaholic produced uh, cards to go with it. Oh, nice! And I've met Midnight Baker. Yeah, she lovely. Is a sweetheart too. I love oh, meeting Lord, her. Lovely. She is. Yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She has my sister's name. <laughs> Very fun. I know, but every time I see her and 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 hear her speak about her bakery and the cakes, I'm like, can you just send one through the computer today? <laughs> she oh, makes me so honestly, hungry. Honestly, I've put on probably about thirty pounds, and I blame her completely. It's all her fault. I don't blame you. I would too. <laughs> and I have to ask, the does, she, does she have a specialty lemon pie for y'all? She doesn't, which is which is something. Laura, if you're listening, you definitely have to make us um, lemon squares <laughs> would be ideal. I mean, if she makes lemon oh, squares, yes, even better. Really, my apologies. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, we can be branded, you know, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely branded and have a very nice dessert. Oh, yeah, that's better than lemon mm-hmm. pie, actually. You're right. Mm, that sounds yeah, very I do, good. Yeah, I do love lemon squares as well. Especially, like, they have chocolate within them, kind of like a brownie. Oh, <laughs> oh lemon and yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, I'm heavenly. Hungry. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I have to admit, um, confession that the day I met her I hadn't had dessert in a long time and over 
probably almost two months. I've been really good during the pandemic, and I finally became. I got online and ordered four slices of like it looked like one cake shape, but it was four slices of Mm -hmm. different flavors. (laughs) I was so inspired for her. Wonderful. I was like, live life, eat the cake shell. (laughs) It was it was wonderful, glorious week for me. She's so wonderful (laughs) because she um so our wedding anniversary was the 18th of June, and it was the same day that we closed on our our house. Um, and I was running around trying to get things organized and I'd asked her if she'd make us a um I'd I'd call it a black forest cake. Um um it's chocolate, creams and cherries. And she had it there for us that morning, um, for us to have in the evening, which was just amazing. Oh, that's a wonderful way yeah, to celebrate. And congratulations to you. That's wow, that's wonderful Thank to have such much. great news during a pandemic. Closing a house mm-hmm. nonetheless. And and wow, <laughs> many years of marriage. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is absolutely years wonderful. Of marriage. Yeah. Thank oh, you. that's so good. My anniversary is coming up next weekend. I think mine's about the same too. Let's see, two thousand three, wow. seventeen. Yeah, mine will be. So, I have to do the math. So mine's seventeen next yeah. week on the nineteenth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish you well, gets congratulations on that for me. <laughs> Thank mm. you. And you know, I'm I'm really inspired too because. With your story, realizing that you hadn't had this place that long, you mentioned 2019 really is when it began, and it's only yes. a year later. How have you coped yeah. before and after the pandemic, or during? We're still in the pandemic. During. <laughs> well, um, it was really funny because we'd done so much work, uh, like renovating the premises, but that we moved into that it came towards Christmas and we said, right, we'll have the Christmas market. We had a big Christmas party for our vendors in the space. And then we said, right, that's it. We're going to call it quits now until February and actually work on doing some workshops and, and, you know, just kind of taking that breath. Um, so we actually, our first, um, market, I think in 2020 was in February for Valentine's day or just before, and, um, yeah, and then, of course, March 14th, which was the next one we were due to have, um, COVID had hit. And it was like, well, okay, it looks like we're not doing this then. And we have we have had to pull – we haven't been able to do any in-person workshops or, or in-person markets since March. Um, but very fortunately, um, as it happened, my, the reason we moved to Canada is my husband got um, a job at Shopify. Which is a um, it's a little company that's here in Ottawa, and um, we were able to transition the marketplace um, on, into a, an online store uh, using the Shopify um, like software. That's amazing. Your husband and, got a job at um, Shopify, is why you moved to Canada, and then the pandemic yes. happened, and you were able to transition virtually through that. I mean, that yes. is fate. Yes. <laughs> It is. It is absolutely fake. And um, it's been really nice because, you know, as I said, like, we're not, we've never been in it for the money. We're in, in it for the community. So uh, we have been, all of our vendors, um, initially all of our vendors who were uh, maybe just, because we, we have premises and we were running workshops as well, we were having display areas so that when people came in to take part in a workshop, they could also browse you know, the various things that our, our vendors were, were displaying with us. And we'd already put some of them online. 
So what we've done is since the the pandemic really hit and we've had to postpone all of our markets, we have been uh, hosting, we, we basically, we've been pulling all of the, the products that we can um, and putting them onto the online store. So we have kind of a virtual marketplace now. But even though you have it online, I noticed through your website, it does have an option, I think, for uh, pickup, like shipping or pickup. Is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. We can, uh, there's local pickup. We also offer local delivery um, within most of the postcodes within Ottawa. Um, I think we charge $2 for that, which kind of covers our petrol costs, uh, gas costs, sorry. Um, and, um, yeah, and we also, we, we, we ship through Canada Post as well. And I think we talked the other day about you, you may be adding U.S. So I can, mm-hmm. <laughs> my birthday is also coming yeah. up, so that will be my birthday gift. <laughs> I'll be shopping through well, yes. Square Lemon. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah, well, we're, we're working on it. Actually, if you give me your address, I'll send you something anyway. Oh, you're so kind. I'm so excited. And And what kind of vendors and items do you have currently now? Wow, we have quite a broad range. So we have um, Turkish towels, which are amazing. I bought a load for our house. Um, we have people who do um, acrylic pours. In fact, Meg is an amazing uh, acrylic pour artist. Um, we have some amazing jewelers. Petit Désir Fou, she is a, a local lady who um, she only uses precious metals and she makes the most startling earrings and necklaces and, and bracelets. Her stuff is awesome. We have a lot of artists um, who are, as I mentioned, Artaholic. She does um, fantastic um, just sketch paintings and they're just beautiful. We have people who produce um, natural products. So we have, uh, I think, Mega's Natural Solutions and In Green Beauty. They both produce um, deodorants, soap, face washes, things like that. Um, we have crochet artists. We have, um, heavens, I really should know more of this. <laughs> I'm looking, we I'm have, perusing um, the website as you speak, and one of my favorites, I have to say, is Woodenmore Crafts. Oh, my oh, goodness, yes. that's gorgeous work. His, his oh, work wow. is lovely. He has a lot, a lot of live edge, and then periphery wood. Um, that's Jay. He does um, he does a lot of wood turning, so he makes bowls and pens and what have you. But he also mm. my favorite thing. I really love working with resin, and he does these most astonishing charcuterie boards with um, beautiful hardwoods and then different colors for resins. And I know that he's currently making cribbage boards. For oh, nice! Who like cards. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the stuff is. The stuff is beautiful. Oh. There's very little on there that you look at and go, eh, anything I put on, a square lemon, we, we actually Every vendor do. has it's gorgeous it. items, I will, I will say. I mean, I am highly impressed by, and I'm not just saying that, like, I am highly impressed by each vendor. I have, I mean, I've perused before, and, and his his struck, struck me a chord, I think, because I love wood, and I don't have many wooden items, but I, I love all the vendors. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're all so Oh, I know, and, and this is it, and... and we're very lucky because so far we have met very few of the vendors who we haven't liked. And that's always kind of important as well is to have that personal connection. Um, yes. And I know uh, Sandra Nowful, 
who is on there, she um, she is um, uh, an artist. She uh, produces cards and so many different things. And every time she drops products in, I'm a hugger. And I always want to give her a hug. And oh. she has to, like, kind of stand six foot apart and not hug. And it's, it's almost tearful because oh. it's like, hi, how are you doing? Um, and then we have another lady, JR. She um she does a lot of screen printing and makes stickers and she's a very good artist with um the the cricket spinal cutter and her stuff she again she brings stuff in and it's like I really want to hug you <gasps> but I can't so oh, there's, there's, there's a lot of self discipline going on here at the moment. <laughs> Yes, I can only imagine. I know that's so bittersweet. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to see them and 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 support mm-hmm. each other, and then not to be able to hug. I'm a hugger too. I mean, if I if I meet someone in person, the first thing I normally say and do is I don't give hands shakes. I give hugs and then give that person a hug. So it has been mm-hmm. extremely difficult time <laughs> for me too. And nonetheless, I've been stuck at home as well. So thank goodness oh, for the video chat. <laughs> well, yeah, I just I'm, air I'm, hugs I'm, through the screen. <laughs> well, the wonderful thing is now is that now you know it, and once the border opens again, you'll have to come up. And yes, teach. once the borders are I'm open, I'm going to make you teach. <laughs> Good point. I would love to come teach a workshop, teach crochet. I crochet, uh, teach crochet classes for our library here online, and I had only done one per one in person class. And then the pandemic began, and they're like, "Shall we need you to go oh. online?" And I was like, "I don't know how." And thankfully, I figured <laughs> it out with their help. I mm-hmm. have to admit, they help. They do still help me on the technical side. I literally have a library rep on on Zoom with me handling the technical side <laughs> because it's very difficult to crochet and handle, you know, the webcam and the keyboard at the same time. So I kind of got lucky there. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Well, we, we, we gave it a try. Um, we, we had produced some kits because people had signed up for workshops and then obviously we couldn't hold in-person workshops. Mm-hmm. And we tried it twice. And I said, yeah, I don't think this is going to work out for us. Um, occasionally, you know, you have people and they look like they're in witness protection because they're just a silhouette. You actually can't, can't quite make them out. And it's really, it's very frustrating <laughs> to not be able to go, no, 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 you need to, like, you know, it add some more glue to I that. Don't... or mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's dreadful. Um, one, the, one of the main <laughs> workshops I teach, I'm a, I'm a knitter. I've been a knitter pretty much all my life. And I do tend to be, I, I'm, I'm a hands-on knitter, so you might be sitting there struggling, and I will come and put my arms around you and, and hold your hands while you're knitting. Well, that's really not very feasible these days. <laughs> Oh, right. And doing it on Zoom would be dreadful. Oh, mm, yes, definitely. Yeah. And and you know what? Yeah. I want to learn to knit. So when, when that day does come, hopefully sooner than later, when this all calms down and, and we can have our borders open again and feel comfortable, because I don't feel comfortable with our borders open to Canada. I don't want America to hurt Canada either. <laughs> we want all of us to be yeah. safe and well. Yeah, I have to admit, so, like, I'm, I'm not madly keen on the idea knit. either. <laughs> right, but when that time comes, yeah. then I can teach a crochet workshop, and you can teach me how to knit because I do not know how to knit. <laughs> I'd love to learn. Oh, absolutely! One of the big ones that I want to do when when we reopen is um, I've also used knitting machines for about thirty years, and I'm very wow. keen to start getting people back into using because they were very big in the eighties, and they're the kind of thing that actually teaches you 
it teaches you good structure uh, when you're knitting as well, and it can be applied to hand knitting as well. So it's, that, that's something I'm very keen to uh, to bring back to the fore. Very cool. And I know we've, we've been speaking a lot about the different vendors and items that are for sale. And I also wanted to mention a couple of special items. Of course, the obvious that, you know, most places nowadays are doing and talking about, which I think is great and important, are the, the masks being sewn. But also I wanted to talk about not only the masks that y'all are selling and, and, and selling, uh, excuse me, and sewing, uh, but also one of my favorite items I noticed day one that I went to your website, I read you the blog, which is really well done. I encourage anyone to check out the blog too, the different um, the board members, vendors that, that share their, their personal thoughts and insights. And one that caught my mm-hmm. attention was the one talking about how, was it, was it Meg that wrote it? I'm trying to remember. Was it Meg or Sasha? One of them that wrote about how, she knows it's important and she was like writing and saying, I'm sewing math today. I know it's important, but I need to get back to making the, the pair of hearts because I feel better when yes, I do those. Yes. And that that's the item yeah. that caught my attention. Meg. Okay. Yeah. So can yeah. you share a little more about, about the mask and the paired hearts? So um, the masks were, was something actually Sasha kicked off and um, I know she was sewing those. Uh, her mother works at a pharmacy. And it was it was a, a natural progression. People coming in looking for masks when there was a huge shortage. So she started that off, and um, various of the other the other um, I'm in on this. Let's make masks because you know they're hard to get hold of and they're really boring. And then um, Meg had, please, it was Meg had read on. Um, if it wasn't you, Meg, whoever it was, I'm really sorry, um, but. Um, Yes, yeah, so the idea behind the paired hearts is that um, a lot of people have had loved ones who are in hospital, and there is just no feasible way for them to to meet up with them and and spend time with them. So the idea between paired hearts was a pair of matching hearts, and the person in hospital received one, and then obviously the the other person kept it, and then it just meant that there was a link, a physical link. So that um, you know, whatever that person was going through at hosp- in hospital, they could hold that heart and know that the other person was thinking of them and and cared for them, and just to try and alleviate that sense of isolation that there has to be in hospital, especially at the moment. You know, you can't have everybody traipsing through, carrying germs and what have you. But at the same time, it, it, it it's heartbreaking to think that you know. Um, Aaron and I, my husband and I both know people who have lost relatives um, through the pandemic. Um, and just that that isolation from that loved one is, is, is so hard to deal with. Obviously, you know, it's not the same as holding somebody's hand, but at least it's a tangible thing that you can you can offer to that, that loved one. No, I, was, I love that concept. That's wonderful. It's so true. It's very difficult, but it, I mean... I always believe in being proactive, like, you know, some things are beyond our control, but at least to me, that's taking action. That's being proactive. Even when, you know, you have to be apart from loved ones, that is just such a beautiful thing. I just, I just love it. That was the first item I noticed. I saw the blog, I saw the item and, and did the the first uh, video chat session. And I was like, what are these paired hearts? That is so cool. And I crochet. And I remember sharing Mm -hmm. with Meg that day. I said, isn't it funny I crochet, 
And normally, you know how it is. You know how it is, Helen. Normally, especially in the craft world, but specifically crochet and knitting too, there's almost always something you can make or do. Like when Australia had the fires, I was helping do like bird nests, you know, items for the animals. There's always some item you can make, something you can make, donate, help out. And when the pandemic happened, I was getting frustrated because I was like, I know technically you can crochet a mask, but I don't think those are good masks that are crocheted. I think it's better to have like a fabric or so, you know, different material made. And I was getting, Mm -hmm. uh uh-huh. So when I saw the item, I was like, finally, there's finally a solution, something you can do and help and give back with crochet during a pandemic. So I was just so happy when I learned about that. (laughs) Well, one one thing that really changed us was was because obviously all of the the various medical institutions here were, were completely, you know, rushed off their feet um and we were it was getting a little frustrating because we wanted to be able to um you know take these to the hospitals and have the hospitals be in a position to match them to a patient and a loved one um, mm. and then the ottawa heart institute who is uh, i think that we have had so one of the things that square lemon does is um usually when we have a market um, for that month, we sponsor a charity. We give a cash donation, and we also give them a, ch- a chance to um, have a table at that event. And you know, if they want to bring pamphlets, or if they have things that they want to sell, um, it's a way for them to fundraise as well. And the Ottawa Heart Institute, I think, was one of our, our um, sponsored charities last year. Um, and and I, th- I believe either Steph or Meg reached out to them about the paired hearts. And they are all over the idea. So we are in the process at the moment of we're printing out, um, I believe it's 150 cards with uh, red envelopes. Um, and each of those then comes with a pair of hearts. And we're going to be dropping those down to the Ottawa Heart Institute uh, for them to send out as, as part of their uh, heart awareness and, and family awareness thing. That's so wonderful. I can only imagine a couple of things on that note. One is that is really awesome that you actually already had a connection beforehand, but even before the pandemic, helping each other out like that and in the medical world. Mm-hmm. And then and then not only that, but I can just imagine the look on those people's faces when they receive each of those hearts. I mean, I can just imagine how much that will mean to each of those people. That's so, so, well, so, so yeah, that's, nice. That's kind, that's kind of what we're hoping. And like the cards, the cards are nice and simple. And it's actually what, what um, Meg and I were doing when we were chatting with you on Wednesday. Uh, we were printing them and folding them and getting them all ready to go. Um, and it's, it, you know, we can't, we can't offer a fundraising um, opportunity at the moment to any of the charities, but we can, you know, we can kind of step, step up to this and go, how about this? Does this help you in any way? Exactly. I love that. There's still a way to help. That's oh, it's just so beautiful. I just love y'all. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I wish we could be neighbors. <laughs> when, Me too. When unfortunately, I, I, goes I'm away. afraid I don't want to move to Texas. I kind of like Ottawa. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's really scary here. We've become like New York, sadly, now. We're like one of the epicenters now. It's horrible. So, so sad. So, yeah. I, thank goodness it, for it. It, make, it makes me very worried for you all down there. It does Thank incredibly. You. Me too. I mean, honestly, most of my friends are different types of artists, and we talk a lot about um, pretty much each week we talk about how have you created this week? Keep creating. Like, we're always encouraging each other and saying that. And I never realized how important 
just creating was until the pandemic happened, just to cope, regardless if you share it oh, or not. I mean, of course, I love to share, but it is, it's so mm-hmm. important to just keep creating and putting things out there. I have three items coming in the mail this week. One's a book from a friend, a high school friend that finally finished his book dedicated to my oh, father. Wow. That was his high school teacher. I'm yes. I'm very excited about that. I, I read it a year ago and he finally decided to publish it. Uh, yeah. My father was like a second father figure to him as teacher. So he dedicated the book and wanted me to kind of have like a first preview and it had been begging him to publish it. And then the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, shall it's time. Then a second friend has, um, comic book series and when black lives matter came i was like thomas you have to do another one he's like i think i'm going to stop my comic book series and i said are you kidding me your comic book features an (laughs) african-american and a caucasian cop each this is the most important time ever like you your comic books have to keep going so i have that series coming in the mail and i have um Oh, yarn, homemade yarn, a wonderful lady from Alaska who makes yarn. Mm-hmm. And it's, guess what the yarn is called? I specifically asked her for this yarn because my birthday is on the 25th, and it's called birthday yarn. And it is just gorgeous oh, colors, bright, happy colors with like, um, you know, like when you make a cake and it has kind of that confetti decoration on it. Yes, yeah. It's on the yarn. <laughs> oh, that sounds astonishing. So you'll have, I just, you'll have to uh, you'll have to send me some details and I'll I'll buy some offer too because I'm always on oh I will I will yeah all the way in Alaska mm-hmm. and uh, and she's from Probably like a, a job family like to me. You. I'm sorry. I said Alaska is probably closer to me as well than to you. Oh right, right. Well, distance-wise, <laughs> right. yeah. That's funny. My my biological, you know, I'm a reunited adoptee, and my biological father, uh, before before he passed away, always said he wanted to live in Alaska, and he did for a mm-hmm. year. <laughs> and so wow. I've never been, but I feel a connection to Alaska because of him. You know, since he passed, I just. I don't know. I love Alaska. One day I'll visit there mm-hmm. too, but I can't wait to get yarn from there. <laughs> but but oh, anyway, I bet it's gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait to hold it. I can't wait. Well, oh, just seeing the pictures <laughs> online. But that like your items, like you see them online, and you just can't wait to just feel them and touch them in person and just have them at home and just use them. And, Oh, it's just such a lovely world with creations. And, and uh, yeah, but that's what, you know, with, with, with your, you know, facility with lemon square with my friends that are artists or creators, I, I'm starting to really appreciate the importance of just being creative. I mean, mentally it helps you, but in other ways too, I think, you know, you're helping spread cheer to others somehow. I think, I think as well at the moment, with everybody being kind of still, um, your options are what? You could read a book, which is great. You can watch the television, which is not as great. Um, you can go and craft. And nine times out of ten, I'll go and craft. Um, and I find it does. It genuinely lifts my spirits. Um, we've had the house move, which has been complicated. Um, and we had like, 16 weeks of packing and then we're kind of into week four I think at the moment of unpacking and it's kind of nice it's like having a birthday every day at the moment because I'll unpack something and go oh I just got my head back oh wow okay and then I stop unpacking and I go and make something for a bit which is uh <laughs> which is not always conducive to getting the house tidy but you know it's it, it is lovely to be able to go oh I just got my head that yarn Oh, what can I make with that? Um, and at the moment, it's like 35, 35 degrees, so it's, you know, not wow. easy knitting stuff. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I know, I know that come winter, I'm going to really appreciate everything that I'm making. And then, you know, resin and, and, and woodworking. And we're really hoping at the moment, uh, we think that the premiere, so our premiere, Doug Ford, um, is gearing up to announce stage three, uh, which means that more stuff can be open. Um, and we're hoping, fingers crossed, probably not markets for the next while, um, but we're hoping that we can maybe open some very limited space workshops. Um, and obviously, you know, we'll still have to have all the, the physical distancing and um, Ottawa produced a toolkit um, of things that you should have if you're going to be interacting with any any other people that are outside your bubble. So we're hoping that we can start maybe offering two or three workshops a week and that might actually start helping people. I know a lot of people are suffering awfully from anxiety and depression with this and maybe, you know, if they've got somewhere safe that they can go and actually congregate like-minded artists or even just learn. The, the joy I get from teaching workshops is teaching people who are coming without without variation. We always have, at every workshop we have, maybe two or three people who go, I'm not very good at crafting. I've never been able to craft anything. And by the end of it, they walk away with something awesome. And they, they, they've created something. And that, that smile on their face, when they realize they've made something totally cool, and they've mm-hmm. made something that is totally them, it's, it's delightful. And I'm really looking forward to, to us getting to the point where we can start offering workshops again. Definitely, they're more needed than ever. I I completely agree mm-hmm. with you, hundred percent. Most definitely, mm. and that's so exciting. I mean, like when I teach crochet, it's exciting because all levels. But my favorite are the beginners. We're like, oh, I've never touched yarn. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, don't worry, I'll help you. <laughs> and they keep coming back. <laughs> that's the oh, best absolutely. feeling in the world. We have. I have one lady, and she is a personal trainer, and she's super confident and um. What I mean, she came along to the first knitting class, and she, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna kill this. I'm gonna be great. I'm gonna be fantastic at it. And I think after the first lesson, she was a little bit disheartened. And then she kept, she'd email me and say, "Can I just pop in for another like quick lesson?" And just before um, we kind of closed everything down for the for the COVID thing, she was undertaking a lace weight shawl. So wow. she's gone from I can't cast on to I'm now knitting with like two millimeter needles, circular needles as well, and doing a huge lace weight. Um, wow. Pattern, which is super complicated. And that was, I think that was three months from can't cast on to I'm now making. She's made blankets. She sends me photographs of stuff she's made. She's made um, a little stuffed toy for her baby. She's made scarves. It's it's so thrilling. Very rewarding indeed. I love that. Mm. And I don't even know half the terms you just said, so I'm sure that is complicated. <laughs> that is very rewarding. And, and I'm sure that has definitely helped her cope through the pandemic to continue on, you know, mm. making, creating. And, and I love that she shares with you the items, the pictures of what she's made. Oh, my goodness. All her family oh, yeah. will have homemade gifts this holiday season. <laughs> That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, she, she's literally, I, I think I got a mail from her last week, which was, I'm now making sweaters uh, for my dad and my mum and somebody else for Christmas. And it's like, okay, 
that there's wow. a lot of stuff. She goes, yeah, you might, I might need to zoom you just so you can show me how to do like arms. Okay then. <laughs> it is it's thrilling when somebody clicks, and I I always think that it's such a shame that people come in and they have such a they're kind of tentative, and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be any good at this. And it might be that one thing that it turns out that you are the best in the, on the planet at doing, and it's the one thing that you should have been doing from, from the minute that you could, you know, physically do a thing. You know, you might be a huge, an amazing artist, or you might be somebody who's incredibly good with any kind of fiber, or you might be fantastic at resin work or wax cloths or sewing and what a shame to like be nervous about starting it so true I feel that way about stand-up comedy I always the joke for me is I went to college to realize my dream job is to be a comedian like I didn't realize it until just eight (laughs) years ago (laughs) and and I've been working on that goal again during the pandemic yeah I I actually got into it and then after my biological father passed uh 2014 I got stage fright again because he and I actually do open Mm -hmm. mics together he was my like mentor supporter with that side of uh my my artistic world (laughs) and so when the pandemic happened I was like oh no I should have gotten on stage sooner I should have conquered stage fright I should have gotten you know all those regretful feelings remorse and I said I gotta be proactive I can't get down I can't get depressed and so you know thanks to Eventbrite once again (laughs) I've been taking stand-up comedy classes too and and it's just been very helpful very helpful so when the time comes I'll be ready to get back on stage (laughs) yeah even when I teach crochet I tell jokes (laughs) wonderful what Mm -hmm. have you had to get to the end of your life and go I wish I'd had the gut to stand up on stage or pick up some knitting needles or, you know, throw some paint on some paper. It would be such a shame. Exactly. Everybody should just go out and try something because I've always said with knitting, you know, people come in and they go, oh, you know, I'm worried about making a mistake. And I was like, it's a piece of yarn and some sticks. Really, you know, if you go wrong, we can undo it and just start again. There's very little in this life which is, you know, that you can't undo and have another go at. Exactly. Yeah, pun intended, unravel is the word that comes <laughs> to mind. Exactly. No, you can always yeah. unravel and <laughs> restart. I love that. So definitely, and I think that's a great way to kind of wrap up. I wanted to ask if you had any um, specific message you'd like to share, you know, for the vendors, the board members, and or the customers, or just everyone in general. Um, we're still here. Swell Lemon is still here. Um, we appreciate every single person that's out there. Um, everything that you do is always astonishing and uh, just keep doing it more. I'm into that. Well that's said. Keep, keep on, keep on, <laughs> keep creating. <laughs> oh, keep creating. If you can't create, think about creating. Love that. And will you please let everyone know how to find you? Oh yes, um, we're we're pretty easily to, easy to find. Um, our website is uh, squarelemon.ca. Um, we are on Instagram. I think you'd have to search square, uh, for the term Square Lemon um, Ottawa, and you'll find us. And I believe we have a Facebook group. I'm not the big social media maven, unfortunately. We're actually based in Ottawa, and um, we are on Boyd Avenue. Um, Google Maps will always bring you to our door. 
Um, yeah, so we are very approachable and nobody should be worried. If they want to come and find us or if they want to drop us an email and ask us questions, we are absolutely approachable all the time. And I can testify to that. Yes, y'all are. You're very, very <laughs> helpful indeed. And they do reply very quickly. We certainly try. And it, yes, I was going to say, no, keep in mind, they have a lot on their plate. But you know, that's why I'm like, wow, they respond rather quickly because I, I like, oh, I'll just give them a day or two. And I'm like, wow, that was fast. <laughs> and I know I know y'all have been so busy, and I appreciate you taking the time to, to be on my podcast. And again, like, like I was saying earlier in the uh, show to my listeners that I've been on a little hiatus. I took a break after I got sick and I was really nervous about returning tonight. And I can't thank Helen. I can't thank you enough for being my first guest after my little hiatus, <laughs> a little break from the podcast for the past few months. So this has been a really well, wonderful well, way you, to return. Thank you for having me as well. This I have never, ever been on a podcast before. Um, I've been listening wow. to yours. I very much enjoy yours. Um, thank and you. Thank you so much for having me. And hopefully we'll, we'll see you on Wednesday. Yes, yes, indeed. Thank you again, Helen. Have a wonderful evening. Congrats again on your closing the house and anniversary. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Okay. My pleasure. Have a great night. Bye, Helen. Again, you can check out Square Lemon at squarelemon.ca. Again, I've been speaking with Helen Brady from Square Lemon, and what a lovely person. I just love her. I just love all of them. I hope you all will get on Eventbrite, find Square Lemon, um, go to eventbrite.com, or email them. Just go to squarelemon.ca, and at the bottom of their left corner, uh, of their homepage, there are links to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can contact them there. There's a phone number you can call. Um, you can also subscribe to their newsletter. I do that. I love doing that. I love seeing the featured items. Uh, and check out all these different vendors and these beautiful creations they've made. Just wonderful. Oh, my goodness. I'm just, I could just look and look. I'd probably stay up all night just checking out more of these items. <laughs> I just love seeing people create. And um yeah, and so again you can do that. You can check out of course their webpage, squarelemon.ca and again their social media sites uh, that you are linked at the bottom left hand corner of the homepage. Or you can also go like I did, the way I found them was I was on eventbrite.com one day, E V E N T B R I T e.com and i put in like uh crafts and and the and crochet and this it's called a uh, craft chat so just put in square lemon and their uh, eventbrite page should come up and it is on wednesdays uh 2 p.m central time so that's 3 p.m eastern 1 p.m pacific and i also like to say british time which is plus six hold on let me do the math 2 p.m. plus so 8 p.m. BST British time <laughs> and uh, yeah I love coming each week I mentioned a couple of vendors I've met a couple of the board members I've met Helen herself I've met also and um, and I, I met like um, trying to remember her name I met another lady like myself that you know not not part of Lemon Square that join the craft chat it's open to everyone and that's the coolest thing is no matter where you live in the world whether you're in Canada England U.S. like me elsewhere you can join and we can all come together and share our art our creations uh, during this craft chat for like an hour or two each week and it, it will lift your spirits I promise you that you will be 
you will you will maybe like me be a bit shy when you first show up but they are so friendly will make you at ease and you will have so much fun and it's just so cool and everyone takes turns saying oh what have you been doing this week what have you been making creating and sharing each other's work and and showing pictures and all it's just so fun so again i hope y'all will join us on the craft chat through square lemon uh find them on eventbrite.com or again i hope you'll check out their website and the vendors and their items again on squarelemon.ca and i really hope they make those square lemons that would be really really cool (laughs) with the chocolate flavor well thanks again to helen brady thanks again to all all the vendors and and everyone and board members at square lemon they are lovely people and are happy to help you so please reach out to them if you ever um, want to be a vendor yourself or a customer or both And I wish each of you a safe and wonderful week in the meantime. I hope to continue hosting more episodes on this podcast soon and hopefully be bringing even more um, creators to you through different forms, such as uh, an art teacher I've met um, and a few other things, maybe even a couple exercise teachers. And uh, yeah, some people that have helped me along the way while I've been recovering at home mentally, physically, all that and more, like all of us, you know, um, during the pandemic, finding ways to cope. I hope to, I hope to get to interview them because I want to share these people like Helen and Square Lemon, these people that have helped me during this time. I want to share with all of you because I know they can help y'all too. So All right. Again, this is Shell, and I hope you'll keep tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Uh, Please feel free to reach out to me, too, if you have topic suggestions, uh, guest interview requests, or just want to say hello. Best way to reach me is on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC, spelled just like it sounds. C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C. Uh, this is normally my my live show time, and then the podcast, if you are listening live, is recorded. So you can go back in the archives, blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee talk with Shell, or go on iTunes, look up pod. Just remember, Shell is actually spelled C-H-E-L-L-E. That's thrown a lot of people off because while I've been on Zoom, I began spelling my name differently, phonetically just because it's easier for people just to know how to say your name. But so yes, my actual spelling of my name is C H E L L E. But again, just keep it simple. Find me on Twitter at coffee talk WC. If you're like, Hey, I heard this interview about square lemon. Uh, can you send me more info? How is happy to do that? I was trying to say happy. It's not like hoppy, happy, hoppy. <laughs> All right. I am probably going to bed soon. So, I will say good night and prayers and again, wishing each of you a safe and wonderful week. I'm not exactly sure if my next uh, episode will be live on Sunday night or different time and date. So just follow me on Twitter as that's where I'll be posting after I host segments on my uh, and interviews and, and yeah, I guess that's it. Sorry. I have a lot on my mind because I haven't hosted my podcast in a few months. So it's a, it's a bit overwhelming and scary, but exciting at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm probably going to feel like that when I get to return to work soon too. My, yeah, it's been a while. I feel kind of like, I don't know. It's just been weird, but you know, they call it the new normal. Like I teach grief recovery, volunteer teach grief recovery classes and we call it the new normal. And I know a lot of people don't like that, that saying new normal during the pandemic. So I'm not sure what to call it. But all I know is that I appreciate each and every day 
and I appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you so much for listening, and please take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Good night and prayers. This is Shell signing off for now.